Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is episode 74. I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, your coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life and because of that I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible. An unhealthy relationship with myself, my health, my wealth, my intimate relationships, my family, my friends and my career. I'm now living in an abundance that I used to just dream about. So I want to pave the way for you too. It's time, guys. It's time that you live in the life of your dreams as well. So let's take a step towards that right now. P.S. Subscribe to my podcast on your app now so that you always tune in to my new episodes. I would love to welcome to the show the beautiful Kate I met Kate from Instagram, I think. Was it Instagram, Kate? My assistant gave me your name and then I started to research you and I just loved everything that you were up to. And so I wanted to interview you because I felt like we were sort of uh, like-minded creatures. And when we had our conversation the first time, that, that was definitely my takeaway. So this is a beautiful example of a reach out leading into a friendship and I invited her onto the show because she is a wealth of wisdom. But before we get into today's episode, Kate, I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself, your history, your work and your place in the world. Okay, thank you, Helen. Yes, I'm Kate Crow and I teach a method that I have created called Shift It. And it is I'm a transformational coach. I'm a little, I always describe it as a little bit spiritual, a lot of mindset and self-mastery. So that's sort of the, the bent of my, or the flavor of my coaching. I've been a coach for almost 20 years now. Um, I came into it uh, through a trans- big, big, big transition. Um, I was getting divorced, and met my first 
coach on a retreat. I think I had left my marriage at the end of July and I met her in October. And within the first session, right after the first session, I realized, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. So studied with this group for, I don't know, well, this is 2001 to, and I left in 2012 started and started shifted uh, in 2012. So um, yeah, so I help people, mostly people in some form of transition or that they in an area that they want to expand their life. And that can be in body, career, sort of money or love. Um, I'm uh, sort of deal holistically with the whole, the whole person. Um, and I just, yeah, I love, love, love what I do. Um, I'm a mother of three adult children. Um, and I've had a lot of, um, I always say I have a PhD from the school of hard knocks in a funny way, because I've had two partners die of cancer and one of my children has a chronic mental illness and there's not much that I encounter in the world that I can't have I don't have some sort of understanding about so um, I'm out to sort of end victim consciousness by helping people to shift their perspective um, again and again wow you are so inspirational you mentioned a few things there. You've lost two partners, not just one. What? It, when you look back at that in from the space that you are now, what would you say are your biggest lessons at the moment from that experience? Well, they were different. Like the first one, um, I think the first one i i you know i always think that in relationships we get to see ourselves and i think in the the first one the man was a little bit younger than me and we had been together for maybe three or four years and he had kidney cancer mm-hmm. um in that relationship i really uh learned the power of um giving but also learning to take care of myself, if that makes sense, like, and not, you know, to give in balance. Yeah, that's beautiful. The second one was a relatively short relationship. It was only a year, but he was a, you know, sort of a a deeply, deeply spiritual person. He had been sober for 37 years and was, had a huge following in our community. Um, And I learned from him sort of receiving and also uh, just real honesty because he really pushed, you know, that in himself. And, you know, then, you know, it was something that I experienced as well. I think in total, you know, one of the things I am committed to is helping people to see the possibility in their lives when they don't think they have any. Mm. So, you know, I think, I really, really believe the. I always butchered this poor man's name, but the Pierre Desjardins quote of we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And I really believe that as humans, we are here to try to evolve to 
the highest version of ourselves. Mm. And it is through our encounter with our human experiences that we actually go through those, those lessons and learnings and ideally not feeling, you know, moving out of victimness so that we can see what it is that we're supposed to learn. So your question was really a great one. Yeah. You sound like you are probably the most resilient woman in the world. You also mentioned that you have a child living with a mental health issue. And I coach a lot of teenagers, preteens on mental health. And I would love for you uh, just to share a brief history of what it's like as a mother to go through this. Yeah, well, you know, it was it was a pretty intense experience for all of our family. Um, my son's schizophrenia started to bloom when he was 20. And then at 22, he committed a crime and took a, the plea not guilty by mental defect. He was away for 10 years. And I have to say that he's a marvel to me because what he has gone through, what he's experienced, I probably, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy in terms of, but his, um, the integrity with which he took on that, that journey was stunning. And really, you know, getting on the right medication, sobriety, it flipped his life around. And now he's, he's been free for a year. And he's in love. He's an, an established painter, sells a lot of paintings that are incredibly beautiful. Um, and what he's a joy to be around because he's, he's has so much gratitude um, for life. And yeah, so he's, yeah, it's was, it was his experience and mine. What I really got was that <clears throat> love is healing. And oftentimes the other person has to do the work. You know what I mean? Like I, I couldn't fix any of this. This was, he got on a train and destination, destination unknown. Um, but, you know, it was, again, this, well, I would say the big lesson out of that was that self-awareness is the true power mm. because as he took on his self-awareness and his ownership of who he is in his essence, that's what gave him the freedom to have um, his life back. So it was, it was an intense experience for us all, but it was ultimately a, a very beautiful one. You are an example of how a family should move through adversity. So congratulations on all of that. Um, let's deep dive into our episode. Thank you for sharing. And let's talk about triggers. <laughs> and let's talk about first off what a trigger is and why do people have triggers, Kate? I well, going back to what I, I think triggers are a warning bell or a doorbell that, or, you know, it's the, it's a, a wake up call to an experience that needs healing. Mm. So 
usually we're triggered because there's something in us that needs to be owned and healed. It can be a trauma. It can be, you know, um, a spiritual lesson. It can be a soul's wounding. Um, so there's a, um, a sutra in the Aquarian age that comes out of Kundalini. Um, but it's, a, it's that it says the other person is you. Mm. So I, I love that because what it tells me is if that something in the other person is um, being reflected back at me. So a trigger is really a wake up call for our, um, and a healing, a a potential healing for us. It's, it's telling us sometimes it's like a a doorbell ringing incessantly, you know, it is, it's, it can be annoying and grating, but um, Mm. it's, in my opinion, it's, it's just showing us something that needs to be healed and needs to be owned. And triggers can give you some sort of an emotional charge. (laughs) 100%. They, they generally will, you know, and it can be, it can just be that reflection of like, wow, this is, this is upsetting to me. This is painful to me. Um, and so it's sort of the universe saying, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Yeah. Two of my very good friends were holding a relationship weekend workshop. And when they received feedback from the workshop, one of the pieces of feedback was, uh, your relationship must be fake. Um, there's no way that you two could be that happy. And I was like, now that is a trigger in action. And it was just so interesting that, you know, everyone is, might be fighting some sort of a battle. Um, but to become aware of triggers, I think is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. Um, because you could potentially hurt yourself or hurt other people only because like you said, there's that doorbell that's ringing and you're not answering the door. And it's like that salesman that just doesn't leave the door. I will haunt you until you answer the door. Um, (laughs) Kate, it's time for your first curveball. Are you ready to play? Yeah. What is something that most people don't know about you? One, that I'm both an introvert and an extrovert. Yeah, I can, I need a lot of downtime for myself but on the other hand you know i i i love to be around people also Mm. so i think that that would be one beautiful (laughs) let's continue what uh what is the best way that people can help themselves kate in a moment where they are triggered so they've they've caught the doorbell what what is something that people can do i think the first thing to do is is to name it and claim it and change it. That's a 12 step slogan, but I, I love it because it's basically, you know, when we can say, Oh, this is my fear of abandonment. This is my, um, 
you know, whatever. There's so many different things that trigger us, but that's a big one for a lot of people. My fear of not being good enough. This is, you know, or the people that you were talking about that, those suspects of like, there's no way, you know, like what is it that might've been jealousy, right? There might've been something in there that they are, are, you know, not believing. But so in my opinion, once we are able to name it, then we can claim it. Then we have that space to change it. If it's just, if you don't name it, it's running you, you're not running it. So I think the first thing is to be able to say, oh yes, my fear of abandonment has been triggered here and I'm feeling rejected and all the darkness that comes with that feeling. Mm. And then to ask yourself, is that really true? Yeah. And it may be true, but it may be that there's some, I'm always amazed, Helen, to find that there is almost always a gift, just like I said, you know, in those different experiences that I've had that would be labeled as dark and, and powerlessness. You know, what I've trained myself to do is to try to look for, you know, um, what Carl Jung used to say, the gold in the dark. Where is that golden nugget that I can of wisdom that I can embrace and take in. So that would be the first thing is to name it, claim it. And then in that space, give yourself a chance to make a different choice. Now that takes self-awareness. And I said that earlier, that that in my opinion is the true, true power. So I think, how do we get that? We want to really look at like what, you know, in naming it, like what does, what, what is, what is it? You know, what, what are the, what are the, what is the cost to this behavior? How is it impacting you in a negative way? And this is a bizarre thing to say, but what's also the benefit to you? So, you know, in a space of, I'm going to use this to follow on this example of, of abandonment, because it's so big for so many humans, but it's like, okay, what, what's the payoff of being able to stay in that space of feeling abandonment? Well, you might not feel like you, you, you don't have to have the bravery to speak up. You might not have the bravery or the courage to say, Hey, you know, this is, this is what I need. So the, the payoff is you stay on the sidelines of your life. You stay in that places that the false sense of safety. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's some great tips. Name it, claim it and change it. Such a simple hack and self-awareness. It sounds like it definitely is key to triggers. So if anyone listening, if you find that (laughs) you get triggered quite a lot, um, I hope that this will serve you well. I used to get triggered a lot all the time to the point where now so much self-awareness now, Kate, that living in a daily place of gratitude I think is what has been the most healing for me Um, and losing all judgments towards others and just being way more open-minded accepting surrendering to the process and obviously forgiving myself and others that was a really huge turning point for me when it came to releasing all of these triggers and I used to get jealous and I used to get this and I used to get that 
And yeah, now that we have this discussion, it's just bringing back all these memories that I forgot about. Okay, mm-hmm. it's time for your second curveball. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Kate, what is your favorite form of self-care? I would say it's a toss-up, but I love taking baths and I also love walking in, um, in nature. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Me too. (laughs) That's so amazing. I will have more than one bath a week, that's for sure. All right, let's keep going. Kate, what is the best way to help yourself if you get triggered too often like it becomes sort of like a daily thing and you're in this negative sort of mindset each day and how do we help ourselves if that is how we're living every single day well i think a couple things it's it's the things that we've just already said it's really getting clear is this is this way of thinking advancing you towards your goals or is it holding you back is it empowering you or is it disempowering you? And I think that's a really important question to ask when we're feeling triggered. Like, you know, the, the fact is the first step is to be able to say, okay, I am being triggered. And then to get, I, I think curiosity is a golden um, quality because if we get curious, instead of being judge, judging of it, mm. we can start to untangle it. We loosen its grip. Hmm, why am I feeling this way? You mentioned jealousy is, is, is such an in- toxic experience. And, you know, but when you start to look at jealousy as from the vantage point of, oh, there's something in there that I want. There's something, you know, that would, you know, for, uh, that would make me happy. Okay, great. Then the next question is, all right, how can you go for that? How could you get some of that as opposed to just desiring it? Now, the growth for you, the person who feels that is, is involved in like being able to go after that and, and, and to get it. But it's, a, I think, uh, so curious, naming it, getting curious, mm-hmm. and being able to start to see and asking that question is what I'm feeling on a, if I'm feeling this on such an daily level, is this empowering me or disempowering me? I was talking to a client last night and she's in her sixties and she was feeling a little hopeless around the fact that she feels like she's been sort of in the same pattern over and over and over again. And she's been a student of personal development for a long, long time. And she's, Mm. she's like, 
But the real, the truth is she needs to create a personal revolution and treat it a little bit like it's an addiction. Like, because negative thinking and obsession and rumination is like that. And we can get on that train and, and it's, it's taking us south. It's not, it's not empowering us. And it's only when we do that cost analysis and start to really see that it's taking us away from how we truly want to be. And for this woman, I was like, yeah, you, you know what? You have to have some really hardcore rules. If you're just getting sober, you don't go to bars. Like you just don't. And it takes a while to be able to to do that. So in this case, you know, she has a real problem with letting go. And, you know, many people do, but hers has gotten to a place where she's got way, way, way too much stuff. And, you know, so my suggestion was to take contrary action and to create a business of letting go, meaning let go of things, yeah. make money doing that, sell things, rechannel the energy. So we talked about that with jealousy, you're re-channeling that energy. Same thing with, you know, like when you're doing the same thing again and again and again, you have to interrupt it. And it's by take, usually it's, you know, taking the, doing the opposite of what you're inclined to do. Yes, exactly. I love that. Do the opposite of what you're inclined to do. It's just like, you know, in friendships, for example, if you feel that you, your friend is untrustworthy, maybe you should implement more trust somehow because there's an energy shift. Now, you mentioned so many beautiful things just then, and I hope that everybody is absolutely loving this episode. I know that I am. But what I really took away was rechanneling that energy because it is just energy. And for those of you that might be suffering on a regular basis, on the other side of that suffering is joy and peace. And going through some sort of a healing process um, or having someone facilitate it for you like a coach might just be the best thing that you have ever done for your life. Yeah, and I think that takes it, makes it, you have to make a decision. Like in the method that I teach, you know, the first premise is that it's like you, happiness is a choice. It's a decision that we make to change it because we've, we don't want to feel what we feel like. And, you know, I, I, mm. I think this is a great time to throw in, you know, feelings are not facts. The feelings are real, but they're not facts. Yeah. So in the case and point of, you know, like of jealousy, yeah, we can feel really like, oh, I want that. I want what you have. That's that's but it's it's not necessarily a factual thing. And I think there's uh, Byron Katie does such great work in that area, but she's really pushing question that question it question it so that you can start to see is this true? Is this true? Is this true? But I think, you know, to underscore there, it's oftentimes what we're feeling, it feels it's, it's real. Sadness is sadness. Depression is depression. Those, those are things that are real, but they're not necessarily facts. They're not, oh, they're not the whole of your life. 
And that is, that's also becomes, you know, what we're really talking about is strengthening a muscle. Yeah. Because life is about, is a practice over and over again to get to the highest version of ourselves. We do have to practice, you know, self-awareness and, and questioning of ourselves. And if we make a mistake, apologize quickly and then move on. But how many times have we made a mistake and then we like beat ourselves up about it? And it's like, no, go and apologize, do it in a heartfelt way and release yourself and hopefully yep. release the other person if you've hurt them, you know, in, in a good way. But I think, you know, one thing I've learned in my life is that, yeah, you got to get back on the horse and you have to keep, you know, that goal of what's the highest version of myself? What would she do? What would he do? What would they do? You know, is, is a, is a, those are, you know, when we ask that question, then, you know, some of the, that allows us to interrupt mm. the grip of our feelings. And the fact is a trigger is a grip of a feeling. It is, you have something has, has hurt you in this lifetime or a past lifetime, but it doesn't matter. It still hurts, but the way out is through it. And it is by saying, Oh, this is, this hurts. So now I've got to like, let it go a little bit, you yeah. know, or just name it. And so I can le release it. Definitely. <sighs> Kate, it's time for your third curveball. Are you ready to play? Okay. I believe in karma. And the question to you is when was your last random act of kindness i think it was today i um i'm in the process of moving and i have um these two men who have you know they're pretty old but they are very very strong and they came and helped me and um mm -hmm. yeah i they were humble and I wanted to really acknowledge them because without them I would be really stuck so I gave them some money and the one man was like super happy so, oh, and, beautiful. Yeah, so. how good are random acts of kindness yeah they're uh, so good it's just a great way to fill yourself up and I I find that when I'm feeling down if I help someone for something it really helps fill me back up 100 percent. yeah before we wrap up, do you have any tips or any advice or any guidance or wisdom that you would like to share on this topic of triggering today? Well, first of all, get super honest with yourself. If you're in a state, I, I have found that, you know, self-inquiry is amazingly, uh, it's the ladder out. And, you know, part of it is understanding that I don't want to feel this way. And other people, you know, um, I, I often say we are everything. We're good. We're bad. We're mean. We're kind. You know, we're selfish. We're generous. We're everything. And we always, always get a choice in how we want to be um, when we're triggered. We're, we're on that slippery slope and we're sliding down, you know, and it's like, ah, you know, but we even have, you know, as we've talked about today, those, those opportunities to, 
to make a change comes when we acknowledge the pain and we say, hey, I don't want to feel this way anymore. Um, you and I had talked before about that fabulous uh, quote by Stephen Covey, um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which I think is it's an old, but it's an old, but good Bible in, in yeah. terms of, um, but he has one, one of the things that he says is seek to understand then to be understood. So especially when you're triggered, you're almost always going to be triggered by a human, you know, oftentimes like get curious and remember that, you know, that, uh, find out you know, what is going on for the other person? You said service. And, and you know, I, I agree with you. Like the more we can try to understand what another person is going through, the more we can then have more compassion for ourselves. And, you know, the fact is when we're triggered by another human, the question to ask yourself is, have I ever been this way? Could I ever be this way? what am I making this mean? I, when I'm coaching somebody, I will use that. What are you making it mean? What are you making it mean about you? What are you making it mean about life? Because that's the place where you can, with curiosity, with sort of uh, a shift in your perspective, you can come up with a different conclusion. And many times, you know, I remember uh, one of my coaches when, you know, a man I had been living with, I had lent him money and then he, he took off and didn't pay me back. And I was like, wow, who, who does that? And she said, you know, what, what is the good in that? Like, where, where is that, you know, um, what it, and so when I was able to sort of see well, what was good about it was like, I got to see who he truly was even though it hurt a lot and it, it, you know, it, it, it brought me to a different understanding of, of my own levels of self-care, my own levels of needing to put in some boundaries. So, you know, there's always something, you know, when we, the beautiful thing about, you know, personal development and self-inquiry is that we're always in that, that place of learning to, well, place of learning period, but then also how that can contribute to our, the higher versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that is in my book, you know, the, the true place where we want to be is like, at least in my, I want to be able to look back and say, was, did I make a difference? Was I in my highest version? And, you know, and when we're not, apologize and reboot and start again. Yes. Thank you so much for your words of wisdom today. Kate, is there anything else that you'd like to share? To all of our listeners, you are, um, your, your happiness and fulfillment is your God-given right. And, you know, if you are feeling triggered, free yourself with the help of a coach, if that is works for you, or, you know, any, any number of ways, but, you know, um, 
step on the train of, of, of freeing yourself um, because your happiness is, is worth it. Beautiful. Yes, you all deserve to feel free. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you once again, Kate, for your time today. Absolutely, Helen. Thank you for asking me to be here. Thank you times infinity for spending time with me. It really means a lot. Putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals, your dreams, and I love being on the journey with you. So make sure you come and tell me on my Instagram at whole health, which is H-O-L underscore health and comment below this podcast photo to share your thoughts on my show today and if you enjoyed it please leave me a five-star review on itunes or spotify so that i can keep bringing amazing value to you i'm sending you truckloads of love power and joy bye for now Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 